We've got the team together with the opinion and selections. Let's get it started. RSN 927's Racing Panel. Great to welcome in Dean Lester, David Gately and Jamie Rogers to the panel for a big Sunday at Sandown Group 1 Underwood Stakes Day. So welcome Dean Lester to the panel. Good morning, Dean. Yeah, good morning, Warren. Seems like only 24 hours we did this last time. (laughs) And uh, not quite the same atmosphere, I'm sure, at Mornington yesterday. Although it was a terrific day's racing. The club put on a a really good event and very competitive racing and some outstanding performances at Rose Hill. But so looking forward to this day. There's deep fields all day despite the scratchings, Dean. It's a terrific day's racing, isn't it? How do you see it? It certainly is, and to finish up with those four stakes races, Ryan, we get the, the build-up of some promising restricted horses through the early races, but then to go uh, with the four stakes races at the end of the day and the Group 1 uh, in amongst them, uh, yeah, it makes for a really good day of racing, and uh, Sandin Hillside's such a great track, it, it's uh, worthy of Group 1 racing. David Gately was finding winners around the country yesterday, he joins us again this morning on the backup after that 24-hour break that Dino referenced. Good morning, Gator. Yeah, not enough winners, but, um, gee, it was uh, some real quality racing. And, and uh, how was the run from, from Jack and O? It was, uh, was huge. It was the nail in season. I thought we were home trying the inside, but um, they were two fantastic individual efforts. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to today, obviously. Just talking to Mick Price in the last our gator and it wouldn't shock me at all if a slot was offered to uh, to the connections of, of Jack and O that Mick Price would, would almost be leaning that way with the gap between runs and the fact that he could just you know tread water so to speak keep the horse fresh and back to 1200 metres it's I think it's a, a live chance that Jack and O could end up in an Everest Yeah well I think the door's open um, because obviously you've got a couple of the world class uh, gallopers still right at the top in nature strip, um, he's you know, obviously going to take a, a power of beating, but outside of him, you know, the Eduardo is just a little question mark still at the elite level at 1200. He's not getting any younger. Classic legends not there. You know, the rest of the field, with respect, they're not world class. So there's the door open. If he has an off day, hello, there's a there's a window for uh, just a couple of million. Jamie Rogers enjoyed the atmosphere at the MCG yesterday. Probably didn't quite enjoy the result, but welcome back, Jamie, on the backup. Yeah, morning, boys, and good morning to all the listeners. Look, I am here despite the Swans going down by 81 points. No one wants to see their team get absolutely smashed, especially in a grand final. But look, Geelong capped off a dominant season. They are on that 15-match winning streak, and they just never look threatened. But the Swans, we will come back. They're $6.50 to take out next year's premiership, so we can just hold on. Let's turn our attention to something more positive, trying to find a winner at Sandown today. What's been the best back runners across the card, Jamie? Well, Warren, it's actually race eight, number six, Age of Chivalry. Now, opened up at $17, went out as high as 23, and then punters just launched in, now down to $15. And we're actually holding as much on it as we are on the two favourites in that race, a military expert and pinstripe. So it's easily our worst result at Sandown. And in the group one today in the Underwood, punters are torn between Zaki and I'm Thunderstruck. Currently, those two runners are holding two-thirds of our overall book. So a big day ahead. Free admission at Sandown today. The first is at one o'clock on a beautiful afternoon. If you've got any chance of getting out there to see some outstanding horse flesh, I encourage you to head to Sandown this afternoon. Race one is over the 1,400 metres. Scratchings are numbers 3, 7, 12, 15, 19 and 20. How does the market look in the benchmark? 70 over 1,400 to kick us off, Jamie. Yeah, 
Well, Warren, a great race to start the day. Number one rumbled again, $41. Number two, Vasilia has firmed in from $7.50 into $6.50. Number four, Savonia, $9.50 out to $10. Number five, Captain is the favourite here. Drifting, though, $3.30 out to $3.50. Number six, Hardly Sweet at $34. Number eight, Artica is at $9. Number nine, Botany at $31. Number 10, Delicious Tycoon remain solid at $13. Number 11, Miss Jennifer has firmed up $15, then went into 12, now into 11. Number 13, Picarones is 9 into 7, starring role at $51. 16, Indented Head is 26 out to 34. Number 17, Madrine, 7 out to 850. And number 18, Able Lady is at 151. As is the case with a number of races that they do, the markets are fairly wide, so we may well have some varying opinions, which is a good thing today. How are you seeing, firstly, the way they might set up in the first? Uh, Warren, I, I thought the uh, the likely setup of the first uh, big field, not clear cut, but I would have thought Madrine, Vasilia, Savonia were the, probably the most three most likely to go forward, and just behind them, the likes of Artica, Picaronas, and uh, Starring Roll, and for that reason. I just thought number 13, Picarone, is with the two runs under her belt now and the blinkers going on, Jamie Carr going on, good chance of turning the tables on a horse like Savonia, uh, but not with any great conviction. I don't know what happened to Botany last start, and Catherine Coleman uh, mentioned that to you uh, earlier, that uh, it was out of character for her, but uh, maybe drier ground, a better draw, she can bounce back, because all of her previous runs showed a good degree of talent. Five, Cap de Joie. She is obviously a smart mare. It's going to have to be. She's drawn the outside gate. She's got a style where she gets back. Uh, she'll be strong late, but uh, she, she need to have a margin on them to come from Melbourne and, and beat this field. And 17, Madrine, lightly race promising, will be up on the speed. But, uh, yeah, an open race to start the day. I'm slightly need to pick her own. It's 13, 9, 5 and 17. 13, 9, 5, 17 from Dino. Gator, how are you seeing the first? Oh, look, with, with some difficulty, but I think uh, Arctica can, can run well. Uh, I thought she jumped out well enough. She beat a handy one in Heskett uh, on debut. We saw that, that horse run really well yesterday. Actually started $6 in a Group 2 cutie, but pulled up with some issues. Their harder regularity will certainly slow you up. I, I think she's well up to any 70 race. Um, just hope she's there uh, with clear running at the right time. I agree with Dino. Kikaroni's... Um, a sound fresh on very wet ground. Now, they drew in here, stayed on the slower inside lanes for mine, and uh, might be able to turn the tables on Savonia with a two and a half kilo weight swing and the blinkers going back on. Uh, Savonia must uh, have a case if Picaroni's does, and not, is, not only is she winning, but she's uh, running above uh, class average time doing it. And Captain Joe was a smart maiden win, and jumped sharply in trip six and ran over them from the tail. Ran a really strong last 600 figure. I think back to 1,400 was a little query I had in a really tough race. 8, 13, 4 and 5. 8, 13, 4 and 5 from Gator. 13, 9, 5 and 17 from Dean Lester. I'm with 13 Picarones also with the blinkers going on. Third up, I thought the, she really tried hard back to the inside last start. Just with that additional fitness, blinkers on. 13 for me, ahead of 4, Savonia through that same form line. There wasn't a lot between them. She certainly 
found the, the winning habit this preparation, Savonia, and has been backed accordingly, particularly last start. Five cap de joie is probably going to settle well off the speed as Nick Ryan outlined, but maybe three wide with cover strong through the line and eight Arctica. I couldn't really get a handle on her, her jump outs, but she's shown terrific ability in her first couple of starts. If she's right, then she could be in the mix here. Typically, even race for the day. My numbers are 13, 4, 5 and 8. Race two on the cards over the 1,400 metres, a benchmark 78. Scratchings are numbers 4, 11, 19 and 20. What's the market doing here, Jamie? Well, Warren, we'll start with number one, Vidani, who is at 101. Number two, B Hunter, has firmed in from 13 into 10. Number three, Look Closely at $81. Number five, Sheebly, $51 out to 61. Number six, Do You Reckon, is 18 out to 21. Number seven, He's the Real Deal, has also drifted 23 out to 26. Number eight, Grinzinger Ali, has remained solid at 12. Number nine, Night Passage, is 26 out to $34. Number 10, Falls, is 51 into 34. Number 10, Chartra, is $7 into $6.50. Number 13, Pachero, is $5 out to 6. Number 14, Field of Roses, is 8 out to 9. The favourite is number 15 in Sandy Prince, who has seen a little bit of support this morning, $5 into $4.80. Number 16, Glory Bound, $8.50 into $7.50. Number 10, Alhambra Lad, $34. And number 18, Magical Lad. And $18 out to 19 Gator, when you see a horse like, do you reckon in the field, you, you think there'll be reasonable speed here? How do you think they might shape up? Yeah, he does look a logical leader. I think he's the real deal. The other one, we missed the kick first up, but um, at his best when he's right near the speed. More at 1600 perhaps, but uh, he's another on-speed runner. Mr. Exclusive posses up. It doesn't look mad speed, um, but a big field can often offset that. Um, and a few of them pushing forward. Um, as far as the uh, selections, look, I know Pesquero draws out, but I think should have beaten Military Expert a couple of runs ago. Obviously, that horse won again in good time. It was wide on the speed last time, not given much hope, held on well. Third Cardinal Gem went to Flemington and won. Um, draws out, but Hillside, uh, you know, we can we can certainly uh, put it this way, there's worse tracks to be drawn out on. Chartreuse did more than enough fresh, given the pattern of the race and the day. Then strong home at Flemington in a listed race to Scalapini, running fast time. His 11.91 was third quickest of the day, and uh, he won a Vobus Gold third up last prep. That was at the mile, though, so he stays at 1,400. Sandy Prince uh, went to 1,300 here third up and had the run one well. It was a handy race on paper as well. And Field of Roses, just no wins at 1,400. was a little query, so just shuffled her back to fourth. But one of many other hopes. Um, some double figures here, 13, 12, 15, 14. Going to playing the high numbers here, Dino, 13, 12, 15 and 14. How are you seeing the second? Yeah, I've got the same four numbers, different order. I think Field of Roses is going well. The 1400s is as far as he wants, but uh, it was a good effort last start uh, behind the garden. I think that's strong form and uh, just a little drop here in grade and Craig Williams staying with uh, Field of Roses. I'm going... With 14 to beat 15, Sandy Prince. I think all three runs this time in have been progressive. He was probably too fresh at Caulfield. Ran well on very testing ground, second up, one third up. Improving track, no problem for him at all. Uh, 12 Chartres is very close to a win, building up nicely. Both runs have been encouraging. And Pesquero, the blinkers going on, might be the, the key. He's just got to begin a bit cleaner. And 
Yeah, as Gator said, the wide, you know, wide draws at this 1,400-metre start have no real concern. He's right in the mix. And obviously the other query runner is another high number in 16, Glory Bound, uh, the first run for the Moody Yard. But I'll put them in 14, 15, 12 and 13. They're Dean Lester's numbers, 14, 15, 12 and 13. David Gately with numbers 13, 12, 15 and 14. I'm with 12, Chartra. I think the runs this preparation have been very good. Each way for me, number 12, Chartra. The query runner, as Dino outlined it in this race for me, is number 16, Glory Bound. Like the strength in a recent jump out at... Packenham uh, looks to be forward enough to run well and drawn to get a nice run. 2B Hunter with some solid speed up front. Second up with the claim for Celine Gordray. I'd expect to see B Hunter doing some storming late, putting a, a higher number or a low number into the uh, into the selections. And 13, Pasiro. He gets the blinkers on. He's just had a, a bit of a forgetful preparation. I just hope the, for connections the window hasn't closed on this preparation. But if he's still holding together with the application of blinkers and a smooth run in the race, he could certainly be competitive. 12 each way for me, ahead of 16, 2 and 13. Race three's over the 1,800 metres. The benchmark, 78. Take out numbers 1, 2, 7, 9, 10, 13, 15, also 19 and 20. Jamie, how's the market shaping here? Well, we'll start with number three, fifth position at $14. Number four, Global Gift is firmed up from six to five fifty. Number five, Pounding is also at five fifty. Number six, Sir Lamarack is at eight fifty. Number eight, Yukon is at $12. Number 11 in Cerberus is at 21 Groovy Kind of Love, number 12, is the favourite and has been bouncing around from 460 into 440 now into $4.20. Number 14, The Awesome Sun at 26. Number 16, Million Dollar Bill, 41 into 34. Number 17, A Breed is at $41. And the number 18, Aesop, has also seen some support this morning at that $4.80 price. Really competitive race again. I thought the speed might come from Global Gift, who, who led last start over a, a longer trip and then slowed up mid-race. You could see Yukon being somewhere near the speed with number 16 million dollar bill. So I think it'll be run at at least a reasonable tempo. And I'm with number four, Global Gift, on an each-way basis here. I, I think may have overdone the slow-up when that when had control of the race last start, 2,000 metres at Caulfield in the race won by Unique Artist. Craig Williams getting a border, I think, is a positive. Uh, won't lack anything in fitness coming back from 2,000 thousand to eighteen hundred meters. So for me for Global Gift at a five pounding he's gonna need some luck from the draw but there looks reasonable speed in the race. I doubt they'll slow up significantly as they did in Global Gift's race last start and Carleen Heffel knows the horse well. The firming tracks are positive for pounding coming here as a last start winner. Twelve groovy kind of love scratched from a couple of assignments over the weekend gets the blinkers on here. Just gonna need some luck probably a little bit back in the field from that inside draw. Ducking and weaving should be strong late. And I'm including Aideen Aesop who might be looking for further but it was a terrific closing effort first up and Jamie Carr aboards a positive. She had that outstanding day at Mornington following the, the Group 1 win at Mooney Valley on Friday night. 4, 5, 12 and 18 for me in race 3. Dino, how are you seeing it? I like Aesop here, Warren. Uh, he may be looking for further, but he may have just come back really well. And uh, for that reason, I'm with him, number 18, and uh, keen on him uh, to beat Global Gift, uh, who did run well last start. Gets a senior rider in Craig Williams. Uh, five pounding. Beat uh, Global Gift at the Valley. They sort of swap roles here. Pounding gets the claim this time and Global Gift gets the senior rider. Don't think there's a lot between them. And uh, Groovy Kind of Love. 
She's got a chance. She doesn't win out of turn. She'll get back from barrier one and need to duck and weave through traffic, but uh, she's there with a chance. Uh, 18, 4, 5 and 12. Thoughts here, Gator? I think there's a good ruffie in it. Uh, his name's uh, Cerberus. He found the line well, fresh with his 61 on very wet ground. He was doing nice work late at the valley against the pattern. In fact, only subsequent impressive winning unanimous had a quicker last 200 split than him. When he was third up last time and he won a listed Hill Smith's uh, stakes, in Adelaide and beat a handy one that day in Jungle Magnate. So I think that $21 that Jamie referenced um, is over. Is it another, you know, tough and competitive race. Pounding, great ride, but he won the same uh, that same uh, race at Moody Valley. He was only third up there. Uh, after claims, he actually meets many uh, better off at the weights for beating them, but swaps the inside draw for, for a wider gate. Global uh, gift, he was wide and very good in that same Moody Valley race behind Pounding. Set a fierce speed last week. He held on really well, I thought. He's flying his horse, and he draws a gate this time. Both Aesop can certainly win, and Groovy kind of love. I think she's the best horse, but off-speed runners, inside draws, uh, hillside, I tend to work against them, and it works well for me most times. Um, but she's probably the best horse. 11, 5, 4, and 18. They're David Gately's numbers in race three, 11, 5, 4 and 18. Dean Lester's with 18, 4, 5 and 12. My numbers are 4, 5, 12 and 18. Dean Lester, David Gately and Jamie Rogers and myself working through the Group 1 Underwood Stakes meeting at Sandown.